What is happening, ladies and gentlemen? You are listening to the Sipping Royalty podcast. I am your host, Reese, and I am back for another episode of this royal mess. Yes, ladies and gents, uh, I think it's been two weeks. I think I'm going to a bi-weekly thing um, since we're in a pandemic and the world is falling apart and there's not a whole lot of royal <clears throat> things happening. Um, I think I'm going bi-weekly, but eh, don't hold me to that. I could change my mind at any time. You know how I am. Uh, anyway, you can follow me on the socials. Uh, I'm at Sipping Royalty on the Twitters. Uh, Sipping Royalty Pod on Instagram. Um, Sipping Royalty on Tumblr. And you can email me if you have, I don't know, anything to say through email. Um, I'm at SippingRoyalty at gmail.com. Um, so, yeah. Follow me. Love me. Talk to me. Um, whatever. So, we have a lot to talk about this week because I don't know. We just this week's uh, show just happens to fall on, on a week where there's a lot going on, um, royal wise. Um, and the tea is exceptionally hot this week, ladies and gents. So I'm going to be talking about um, Megan's speech to her uh, her high school. Uh, her former high school, um, she gave the um, commencement address at her to her former high school. The Cambridges threatening legal action over that uh, Tatler article. Um, Sophie Wessex did an interview, and I'm trying. I'm still trying to decide whether she was being shady or not. And the big news: Prince Harry is is suing the son again um, or some more because um, there were leaks coming from inside the palace and it's all a mess. Before I get into all of that, though, I'm going to tell you which tea I'm actually drinking. Mm. Um, which tea I'm sipping, excuse me. Um, it's vanilla cappuccino. It's really good. I probably shouldn't be drinking it right now, though, because I'm recording this podcast kind of late at night. And this actually has um, like coffee beans in it. But I don't know. It tastes good. And it, I only had a little bit left, so I wanted to get rid of it. Anyway, you don't care about that. But this vanilla cappuccino from David's Tea is actually like really good. If you're like me and you don't really like coffee, because I don't drink coffee, um, then this, I think... It's probably a good alternative. It's, it's like black tea. So I don't I don't think it's that high in caffeine, but um, I don't know. I didn't read the label, but this tastes really good. Mm. And it doesn't taste too much like coffee, um, which to me is like really bitter and nasty. So let's do this right now, you guys. So first of all, I want to talk about Megan's uh, commencement speech to her former high school, Immaculate Heart High School in uh, Los Angeles, California. Um, so it was a really good speech. You, I, I don't even, I don't want to get into uh, all the details of it because I think you should go watch it. Um, so she recorded, uh, she recorded this speech for her former high school. Um, and she spoke about black black life mm, black lives matter 
And um, it was just really, I don't even know, there's not a ton to say about it. It was just really beautiful and moving speech. And she spoke about, the one thing that, that I did want to talk about is the fact that she spoke about how she was nervous about um, about even doing the making the video about um, doing the commencement and all that <clears throat> because I get I'm guess because she is so used to being criticized for everything that she says the fact that she as a black woman <clears throat> was afraid to speak about Black Lives Matter and racism that she's been experiencing very you know publicly for the last at least three or four years um the fact that she was scared into almost scared into not speaking about this is just it makes me so angry and the fact that she um I saw I was seeing a lot of people mostly white people uh asking why Megan wasn't speaking up you know it's basically the everybody all white people mostly want to play the gotcha game with Megan so she they they want to act like she's sort of this fake this fake feminist and this fake activist and basically that she for some reason there's this uh, people have this um this false notion that Megan didn't want to claim her blackness and that she um, was somehow ashamed of her blackness. She's really close. She's close to her black ass mother and she's never denied her blackness. Um, I know some people, uh, some black people I saw like before the wedding um, saw that she identified as biracial. So I think for a lot of them, that was like the trigger that says, that says she's, you know, not she doesn't really mess with black people and she's marrying a white guy and then there's this whole thing about how um the only boyfriends that we know that she has have been white men but to me that's like I don't even want to get into that but I'm just going to say here I'm just going to say this Megan has been in three relationships that I know about I mean outside of like her high school like prom date or something like that um three relationships that we all know about that you know we all know about publicly that's just out in the public you can go search for the the guys I mean one of them is Prince Harry and then the other two um and the three of those guys are white but she's she was that's basically like we're talking about 16 or probably 15 or 16 years of her life um she was with her first husband for 11 years I think and then she was with when she she was with her next boyfriend for like two or three years and now she's with Prince Harry a good portion of her life has been um (laughs) in these relationships with the this these relationships with these three men um who you know happen to be white but it's not like she we saw her dating as just exclusively dating white men and so that you know, we should be questioning her blackness or whether she, you know, doesn't mess with black people or she doesn't like black people or anything. You know, Megan has corrected people when when there were people who, who would say that she wasn't black, she would correct them. Um, I know there's at least one time that I remember on Twitter 
where she corrected somebody like when somebody said she's not even black and she was like no um you know my mother my black mother would disagree with that and so would I so um yeah I hate when people like try to black check her and um I'm definitely not going to sit sit around and watch a bunch of white people try to black check her like get, get out of here with all that um I don't think Megan had to do this like I don't know black people are suffering and this is a really difficult time the police brutality just the racism from our president the president of the goddamn United States and not just of the United States look around the world look at the leaders that we've elected um well not we black people because <laughs> you white people <laughs> if there are any white people in here like collect your whites um collect your karens and tell them to stop voting for racists um so yeah look at the leaders look at the leaders that have been elected around the world recently and it's a bunch of racists and so yeah Ooh. Uh, sorry, I'm uh, insecure is on and I'm getting, I'm getting, um, uh, I'm getting updates. I'm going to, I have to, have to turn it off because I'm going to, um, <laughs> I'm going to sit here and read them. Um, so anyway, that tangent over, I saw a bunch of people and even, uh, the daily mail writing the article wondering why Megan wasn't speaking up. First of all, she and Harry don't have any, um, don't have their own social media right now. We all, they're not using Sussex Royal anymore. Um, and they haven't created their new social media. <clears throat> so basically they're, they're in this, like, they're just in, they're just in this place where they, they can't easily get information out. They have to go to like other, they have to go to websites or, you know, other publications and things like that in order to get their message out now. And I, I, <sighs> that's my that's my biggest wish for them right now get on um get on social media like that's what you need to do to be able to get your own message out um but you know this was good uh, actually what they did um what she did for this for this speech that she gave to her high school was really good she's she gave the um the video to Ebony Magazine, which is a black uh, women's magazine, which is like really cool. And um, so if you're going to watch the video, go to Ebony. Don't go to like the tabloids or anything like that. Go straight to the Ebony's website to watch that video. Um, so, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, another thing about this is the the deafening silence from the rest of the British royal family about this whole issue like this is not the black lives matter um <clears throat> and all the protests and everything is not just taking place here in the united states um it's taking place in england as well and uh to the point where there were activists um and you know people marching uh on windsor castle i think it was windsor castle so yeah and that's currently where the queen is um so or at least she was the last time I checked so yeah nobody in the royal family has said anything about this and it's like really 
Um, and I know they're, you know, Dickie Arbiter, that dickhead, um, <laughs> and uh, a lot of other people who follow the royal family have said, you know, they're not going to say anything because this is a political issue. And it's like, how is being against racism political? Um, unless, <laughs> unless you're just a fucking racist. Um, how is this political? How is saying that you're against racism and um, just saying you're against racism? I don't even, I don't know. I don't know that you have to, you have to speak about police or, um, or uh, you know, specific uh, laws or, or anything like that. Speaking up to say you're against racism and you, and you think there should be equality, uh, come on, British royal family, come on, anybody over there. But, you know, they're all weak. And, I mean, it's not surprising since they let the only black person in the family be effectively, effectively you know, bullied out of the country and maybe even assisted in that bullying. So, you know, it's not surprising. But the queen is the head of the Commonwealth. And the Commonwealth is made up of majority um black people and people of color so the fact that she has nothing to say on this is like come on just uh they're so weak and there's just like you're so useless like <laughs> you, if you can't even say that you're against racism because that might be political you're useless you're friggin' useless and i don't even like why are you even here just go go away I mean I'm no big fan of the royal family anyway <clears throat> I'm even less of a fan after the way Megan was treated and so now that you can't but it's not like even if they did speak up it's not like I would really believe them at, at this point like the 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 treatment Megan got is like yeah telling me you're anti you're uh against racism uh probably wouldn't hold a lot of weight right now so yeah you know, <laughs> maybe it's smart not to even say anything. It just to be like, yeah, we look racist. <laughs> and you just, you know, you keep it pushing. Uh, you've always been racist, so I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, stay that way, I guess. <clears throat> anyway, let's move on to more interesting things. Or let's just move on to the Cambridges because they're ridiculous. So... <laughs> I told you about the Tatler um, article in the last episode. I also told you uh, how I thought it was meant to be like um, another PR puff piece. And it wound up turning into like a takedown of the Middletons and just really, you know, classist and, <laughs> and um, just really shitting on the Middletons, which was, you know, funny for me. Um, I, uh, you can still go read the article <laughs> right now because the, the, um, the Cambridges sent a threatened legal action against Tatler and apparently they sent a, uh, a, a letter, uh, from their lawyers basically wanting the article, uh, to be taken down. Um, Emily Andrews from the Daily Mail reported it. <laughs> it's weird it's weird language because it's um where she she says that the cambridges might sue and <clears throat> what it looks like they're actually doing is trying to scare tatler <laughs> into doing what they want them to do 
and basically it's a situation mu- much like the um the rose handberry rose handberry handsberry or handberry whatever the turnip toffs thing uh with william you know allegedly cheating with kate's friend rose the marchioness chumley um how can i how can i remember chumley but i can't remember whether her name is handberry or handsberry um <laughs> um whatever those people the turnip toss they're called uh who all live in where do they live where the where the cambridges live in amher hall um was that berkshire whatever it's in it's near sandringham um i know that much and so <clears throat> that little crew and they all read tatler so that's pro- that's mostly why uh the cambridges want that story down um <laughs> because um you know that's their crew and they know their crew their whole crew up there reads that magazine and so it's got to be super embarrassing but people up there people up there were interviewed for that um so it wasn't just the cambridge friends they brought in like shady upper crusty people to um to basically talk shit about them too so it's like you know smile in your face <laughs> and then they talk to tattler and talk shit about you and your mom um so they sent that letter and um i'm sorry about the noise in the background by the way um i have the worst neighbors and they're like having parties every night it's like oh my god um i hope you can't hear it but if you can i i apologize <clears throat> um so anyway so they sent the, the uh, a letter from their lawyer, threatening legal action. And what Tatler did is they took the they took the story from out of their royal from the royal part of their website, and they they just they removed it from somewhere else. But it's still on their website. You can go read the article still. It's still up online. And Richard Denon. Um, I guess Kate's former friend right now and the editor in chief of Tatler has been being, he's been like super shady um, on his Instagram. I told you, I think it was last, the last episode I told you that he like um, deleted all the posts on his Instagram, but he was putting up Instagram stories and he put up his, like his pugs reading the, the, the issue of Tatler with Kate on the cover. And, um, and basically the the response they had to that letter was like bitch please you you know we're not afraid of this we're not you know taking the story down you knew about this we're not having it um <laughs> and basically the cambridges are fighting <clears throat> for you know against this story and they're you know the usual suspects the daily mail the british tabloids um who have been like coddling the cambridges for the last few years came out and you know talking you know basically praising kate for daring to sue or you know threatening to sue over this because of the sexism and the classism in the article meanwhile all of those goddamn publications were running sexist and classist um articles about megan on damn near a daily basis so forgive me if i'm not like crying my eyes out uh for kate because you know classism wrong sexism wrong i'm not you know i'm not here to tell you that the article wasn't the article was shitty it was like you know it was mean 
said some mean things, but none of that stuff was new. Like the the things that have been said that were said about Kate's mom in that article and her just about Kate's family, about them being social climbers, about Carol um, Middleton basically being, um, I don't know, the British, uh, what's the Kardashian mom's name? Her. Um, you know, all of that stuff has been out there for a while. Um, all of that stuff has always been out there. I mean, there have always been uh, stories about how the upper crusty folks don't really mess with Kate, um, even though she's trying to transform into one of them. Basically, it's like, bitch, you'll never be one of us. You're nouveau riche. Um, you know, we fucks with you because you you, you married to William and um, you might be queen one day. But, you know, you ain't one of us. And so, you know, that's what she has to deal with. Too bad. So sad. You know, good luck with that. If they would have just left it alone, this is something that would have gone away. But they just, they needed to, to go after this. And they th- I guess they thought they could do the same thing that they did with the, with the William cheating story. But mm, unfortunately not. Mm. Well, unfortunately for them, fortunate for us, because they look like such whining little babies. You know, this is the first, like, even kind of negative story about Kate at, in the last what in the last maybe three years two and a half years um everything else you read about her is basically licking her her licking her feet you know pray like blowing sunshine up her ass and telling her her shit don't stink and it's like I, I can't even bother to be upset about this like even even if I, you know, admittedly, there's, I just said, there's sexism. Um, the article uh, has some sexist things in it. You know, they talk about her weight and things like that. Like, yeah, that's wrong. I'm not going to see her and uh, defend that, but I'm also not, yeah, I'm not, uh, fin- I'm not about to cape for uh, Kate either. So whatever, girl, leave this alone, you know, move on. <laughs> like... Um, yeah, y'all need to move on from this <clears throat> and I need to move on to the next story. Well, not even the next story. This is, um, this is a part of that story because, uh, <laughs> since the last episode that I did, um, they found a way to, to blame Megan for this. So, <laughs> which I didn't think was possible, but they found a way <clears throat> or they're trying to lay this, this whole Tatler thing at, at Megan's feet. So what happened is, uh, I think it was the son that first ran this story. <clears throat> so Jessica Maroney, Maroney, I'm sorry. Um, one of Megan's, you know, closest friends, <clears throat> her sister-in-law used to work at Tatler. I don't know how many years ago, um, a good while ago though. And she was, she's also maybe, you know, friends with Anna Pasternak. Um, Anna Pasternak, wrote the article about Kate. So they're trying, like, this is like going like way out of your way just to, to to blame Megan for, for, for any and everything, because it's like, really this woman, whoever Jessica Maroney's, uh, I forget the woman's name, 
who her sister-in-law is. Um, used to work for Tatler before Richard Denon got there, uh, way before Richard Denon got there, and is also maybe kind of friends with Anna Pasternak. And it's like, you tell me how Megan's uh, friend's sister-in-law maybe being friends with Anna Pasternak supersedes Kate going to school with um, and being friends with Richard Denon, the editor-in-chief of the goddamn magazine. And also tell me how Megan got a negative story written about Kate in Tatler magazine, but couldn't stop that ver- the very same woman that wrote that article um, from writing all the negative shit she's written about Megan. Um, because Anna Pasternak has, has written, um, I think, a few negative articles about Megan. Um, Anna Pasternak is no Meghan Markle fan. So I just, I'm like, really? And the the crew, the, the people that read Tatler magazine are classist. And I mean, the article, the article, um, the people they interviewed um, from that crew are openly classist and they, they, they talk shit about Kate. So you tell me how people like if Kate is on the bottom of the totem pole, Kate as a British woman, um, is on the bottom, you know, a duchess who is, who may one day be queen is on the bottom of the totem pole class wise. Tell me how an American, um, who, who, who just became a, a biracial American woman, um, is getting anything done over there like they don't fuck with her so i don't understand how you could even entertain this how anybody could even like fix just i don't know i don't i don't know i don't i don't i don't get it you just want to be you just want to blame megan for everything if you could possibly think that she had anything to do with that article it's like oh god like really just oh i don't even know i can't it's so ridiculous. It is so ridiculous. Like Jessica Maroney's sister-in-law. I oh, just, you guys, it's just so exhausting. So, so exhausting. It's so, it's so ridiculously stupid. Um, so, uh, let's go to Sophie Wessex because I told you I was trying to decide whether Sophie was being shady. So Sophie did an interview with the Sunday Times um, where she answered a few Sussex questions. And the the thing is that um, she also (laughs) refused to answer questions about Prince Andrew. And, you know, she avoided that. But she had to, you know, she had to answer questions about the Sussexes. So, um the I can't even link to the article because the 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 Sunday Times article is behind a paywall. So if you if you want to read that, um, I don't know, you have to pay for it or you you can sign up for their free trial in order to read the article. But um, you know everybody's taking ab- excerpts from it, uh, so you can probably read every article uh, around because you know nobody gives an f about Sophie. Uh, any other time but she spoke about the Sussexes so we had to hear about it so she answered some Sussex questions um one of the first things I I want I noted was that the fact that she said um she was asked if if she had extra work since you know there's no Prince Andrew and there's no um 
you know, Harry and Megan. And she basically said, you know, like, no, she hasn't noticed any extra work. Um, you know, she doesn't have any extra work. She's had a, you know, her, her agenda has al- already been full. So, and there's no extra work on her yet. So can we please stop, you know, everybody and not, not regular folks, but I'm talking about, you know, <clears throat> uh, tabloids and all that who like to cite, uh, you know, Harry and Megan quitting and all the extra work as, you know, put on Kate and William, put on everybody else. And, you know, basically, uh, chastising Harry and Megan for leaving all their work for everybody else. And it's like, no, they didn't leave all their work for everybody else. Um, they have all their patronages and, you know, Kate and William could stand to do a little bit of extra work. Uh, but she, she said that there's no extra work yet. She would do extra work if she had to, but there's no extra work yet. So can we please stop with that narrative? Um, that Harry and Megan left so much work behind for everybody else to do. Um, she also said that, you know, they, they, they try to help all new members of the Royal family. And, um, but she, the shady part is that she references, um, she talks about how she had five years to adjust to Royal life and, um, hinting at the fact that Megan, um, you know, Megan hasn't been around that long and, you know, her engagement didn't last that long. And basically their relationship hasn't been that long going with the whole thing about how they got married too fast. She didn't say that, but that was what I was reading into it. And I don't know whether I'm overreacting or whether I'm just, let me tell you, Sophie was super shady to the Sussexes. I think it was on Commonwealth day. It was the, their, their final engagement, basically they're as Royals. And Sophie and Kate were so shady that way. They would barely look at them. And so, sorry, but I can't read anything but shade into um, what Sophie is saying right now. I mean, she, 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 she said that she hopes they'll be happy in California. But um, I couldn't read anything but shade into her whole we... we um, we try to help uh, all new members of the family. And um, it's like, you know, girl, I saw how cold you were to Megan, um, <laughs> to Megan on that, um, that day in, what was it, March? So excuse me if I don't believe that, that Megan got a whole bunch of um, help and support from you. Mm. Just, mm. Maybe Sophie shouldn't do interviews because she didn't seem like a very warm person, which is, I guess, is a shame because she is doing some good work. Um, she was she her interview was about well, I guess her interview was mostly supposed to be about her the work that she did. She was she's doing she did and is currently doing in Sudan um, for. Uh, rape and violence against women down there so that's all you know good stuff that deserves a lot more um credit and uh it deserves to be you know amplified but um yeah just i i have a, a bad taste in my mouth about the way um the way they acted towards um harry and megan on that day and it's like 
you know, you're there to smile. <laughs> you're there to smile and pretend you're having a good time and, you know, to pretend that you like all of these people. And it's like, you couldn't even pretend that day. Oh, you know, you, you, mm, I'm not even going to say it. Uh, I'm not even, I'm going to be the bigger person. I'm not going to call her name, but um, yeah. So maybe Sophie shouldn't talk uh, a whole lot about anything except the good work she's doing because yeah, girl, I don't like you very much right now. <clears throat> and I used to be, I'm not going to say that I liked Sophie, but I wasn't, I didn't dislike her. Now I'm like, I'm almost too like actively disliking her. Um, yeah. And you don't want that, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's like uh, all that stuff that talk about Sophie helping to save the family after Harry and Megan leave and, uh, you know, her and, um, her and Edward having a bigger role, you know, that might happen, but it's like, yeah, they don't have great personalities. Um, Sophie definitely doesn't. So yeah, good luck with that. <clears throat> good luck replacing um, Harry and Meghan with them. Um, so the final story, the big story, the big news is um, Harry... Prince Harry's lawyers sent a letter before action to the Sun, um, and it's about briefings that were um, briefings they had against the Sussexes by a royal aide, specifically Christian Jones, the communications secretary for the Cambridges. You guys, you don't know how big this is. Well, if you've been on social media and you've been following the royals for the last, I don't know how long, maybe two years, then you do know how big this is. This is huge. This is so big because Christian Jones, like I said, the communication secretary for the Cambridges currently, he used to be the, the communication secretary for both the Cambridges and the Sussexes um, until the Sussexes uh, moved to Buckingham Palace. So <clears throat> we've known for a very long time that he is friends with Dan Wooten. Dan Wooten works for The Sun. He's, um, I don't, he, they, I think he's an editor. I don't know exactly what his job is. He does not uh, report on the royals. Well, he reports on the royals sometimes, but he's not like on the regular royal beat. So um, he, uh, ooh, so he, um, okay, so yeah, so he's not on the regular royal beat or anything. So he, um, but he's been breaking a lot of royal news lately and specifically Sussex news. Um, he, um, he, he got the news about the Sussexes, uh, moving to Canada. Uh, <clears throat> he had, he had the, he broke the news about that. He ha he's had news about their, um, their nanny situation. And I believe, a few others and so people have thought like Sussex fans on Twitter have been saying for a while on Twitter and Instagram that I've seen um have been saying for a while that they thought that it was shady that Christian Jones is friends with Dan Wooten and that Dan Wooten was suddenly getting all of these exclusives 
mainly about the Sussexes. I can't remember anything that he's gotten about the Cambridges. I mean, he broke the turnip top story, but he never, the article that he wrote about that never mentioned anything about William cheating. Um, it, it was all about how Kate wasn't friends with that Rose Chomley person anymore. And, you know, it was just, that was what his, his article was about. It wasn't until, um, it wasn't until, um, the Daily Mail picked up, picked up on the story that, or not even the Daily Mail, I think it was Twitter <laughs> that picked up on the story. And that's where all the, um, that's where all the cheating stuff came up. So it has been looking shady for a while. And now with Harry sending this letter of intent, now, they, I mean, this is not proof of anything. Um, Christian Jones actually is denying. Um, he responded to Byline Investigates and he denied um, any knowledge of um <clears throat> you know, these, um, of any leaks coming from him. And the person, the other person that's involved in this is Christian Jones's partner. Um, what is his name? Uh, I'm sorry. I forget his name. Um, I have it. His partner, Callum Stevens, who is a, I believe a freelance journalist. So supposedly this Callum Stevens person, was paid four thousand pounds by either I guess the Sun or Dan Wooten <clears throat> to give over information about the Sussexes. Christian Jones, I think, as of Saturday the the sixth of June, um, responded to Byline Investigates and denied, you know, any knowledge about um, about you know leaks about the Sussexes. And so, yeah, so the sun is defending themselves and they're so far uh, standing by Dan Wooten. Um, <clears throat> you should go read the, the whole story. It's like a, it's a really long um, story about, um, about all of this, but um, yeah, it's really interesting. And so like this, this is really bad because <clears throat> there's so much, <coughs> excuse me there's like security breaches and all of this there has to be an internal investigation at buckingham palace the fact that um all of this information like uh, royals um like people talk to the tabloids all the time there are leaks from within the palace all the time but this is more serious this is like um security stuff you know information about their nannies <coughs> like stuff like that information about their location um yeah that security breach that's a security breach and that needs to be investigated internally supposedly the cambridges didn't know anything about this but <clears throat> i mean i don't know and you know they may or may not i have no idea i'm not I'm not going to accuse them of anything right now, but it has been clear for a long time. <clears throat> if you've been paying attention that there have been leaks coming out of Kensington palace and well, just all over. I mean, even Dan Wooten said himself, you know, he, um, <clears throat> I forget when it was. was it, I think it was, maybe it was last year, 
sometime last year where he was on his he has a radio show where he was on his radio show talking about harry and megan and he was saying he said himself that you know there's people from the palace who were giving this information about harry and megan uh so i doubt he was talking about um you know security you know high you know top priority security stuff but you know basically he was saying that this all of this stuff was coming from within the palace and so i mean christian jones and his partner are friends with dan wooten there they up until recently they were friends with him on social media i believe on instagram um so yeah i mean uh this is a mess I have no idea what's going to happen but this looks so bad it looks so very bad and i don't know i don't know what they're going to do um it's like i don't even know just the fact that someone within the palace could have been le- was could have been was allegedly leaking this information and i just i don't get it i don't get how nobody within like none of the supposed leaders you know you got two future kings and a a current queen there and there's zero leadership there it seems like there's zero leadership like everybody is looking to get one up on somebody else there's just like a ton of jealousy and backbiting and it's like come on like try to show a united front like isn't that what you're supposed to do try to show a united front i mean it's been i think everybody over the last year and a half or so has gotten i think they all got so used to the dragging of harry and megan and we're so happy about it because all of them have come up on it like all you can barely find anything negative about all of them because there's just so much space dedicated to negativity against harry and Meghan. and i think they all were happy um that was happening because they were (laughs) because they were getting you know so much less criticism and so they just sort of ignored the fact that a ton of the, the the information that was coming out was very sensitive and you know it wasn't just a whole uh, stuff about you know bridesmaid dresses it was like serious shit about their location and the people that work for them and it's like come on like i just i can't with them i can't somebody needs to step up um prince charles supposedly um, going to be the next king now would be a great time to step up and to get a rain on all of this now we'll see what happens there has to be an internal investigation over at the at buckingham palace into all of this uh christian jones is still currently working for the cambridges i think it looks really bad on them to have this come up and to have the because what it's going to look like is william and kate taking taking the side of this person who may have leaked sensitive information about William's brother and his, uh, and his family to the press. 
Um, and it's going to look like they're okay with it and maybe even participated in it. So, um, I mean, decide for yourself whether you buy, you know, Kate and William not knowing anything about this, but yeah. <clears throat> and so far the, um, like I said, the son and Dan Wooten have, you know, denied, um, denied all wrongdoing. I believe, um, Oh, Christian Jones, since publication, we have been contacted by Christian Jones, who tells us that he was in no way responsible for and or facilitated and or condoned or turned a blind eye to leaking to the son confidential information concerning the Duke and Duchess of Sussex in return for payments made to his partner, Calum Stevens, including their nannying arrangements and the identity of Archie's godparents. Mr. Jones tells us that he has played absolutely no part, whether directly or indirectly, in any alleged leaks of such information to the son or to any other media outlet or any third party. He also denies leaking information about the Sussex's planned move to Canada. Um, so yeah, he denies all of this, but, um, yeah, this has to be investigated because, um, Dan Wooten is, Dan Wooten also denying that he, <clears throat> that he has done anything wrong, but he, you know, he is giving sort of a, it, he didn't, he denied any, um, any illegal a actions, but he's not denying, you know, other things. So it's like, who knows, but there needs to be an investigation. And, um, this is not just, uh, according to, you know, things that I've read is this is not just Harry, you know, lashing out or being like petty or anything like that. Basically his lawyers wouldn't do that. D wouldn't have sent this letter of intent and, um, you know, wouldn't have done all this if they didn't have like some credible information about, um, about these allegations. So <clears throat> I don't know. We'll see how much further this goes. And, um, yeah, just go read the story on byline investigates, um, go read all the information they have because, yeah, you can get like really detailed info about this. But this is so interesting, you guys. And I want to see how far this goes. I want to see if they'll be able to bury this or because I don't think Harry is going to drop this. So like, who knows? Who knows? Because, you know, another big deal, like I said, is the fact that Dan Wooten doesn't work for he's not on the royal beat or anything like that. So the fact that he's getting information about the royals and to his friend, you know, one of his friends happens to happens to have worked for the Sussexes for um, a, per a short period of time and currently work for the Cambridges. Um it's all very fishy, so we'll see you guys. <clears throat> I think I'm going to end the episode here because I'm starting to lose my voice and I'm starting to get annoyed by the neighbor's music. Uh, so make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Just click that subscribe button. Um, I really appreciate it. And if you're on iTunes, iTunes not iTunes, Apple Podcasts, I'm sorry, 
Uh, please leave me a five-star rating and review. It'll help the podcast get recognized, and I really appreciate that. Um, so you can listen to the podcast on, like I said, on Apple Podcasts, but you can also listen on Spotify and Stitcher and um, Google Podcasts. So wherever you get your podcast, click that subscribe button and leave reviews wherever you can. Um, help other people find the show. Um, you can follow me on the socials. I'm at Sipping Royalty on Twitter and Tumblr, and I'm at Sipping Royalty Pod on the gram. Um, you can also email me at sippingroyalty at gmail.com. And until next time, everybody, which should be in um, a couple of weeks, later. Later.